Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill. I'm the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. This is edition number 12 of season 7. We are working our way through the book of Joshua. Today we come to Joshua chapter 12. Really, it's a catalog of the conquests that have occurred uh, from the time of Moses right in through the time of Joshua. Let's pray first, and then we'll consider, uh, very briefly, we'll consider this uh, short chapter. Our God in heaven, as we now come again to your word, we come asking that you would guide us and direct us, that you would um, give us the grace that we need to understand these things. We pray for your strength and mercy. We pray that your spirit would illumine our minds, that you would help us to understand your word, and that you would cause us to do what we hear. We thank you for your word and the way in which it guides our lives. We pray that you would cause us now uh, to receive the blessing and benefit that you bring to those who care, read and care, and seek to do what your word tells us. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Joshua chapter 12 really is, in some sense, a, a chapter of review. It's a catalog of the events that have occurred from the time of Moses and the conquests of matters that occurred prior to crossing the Jordan, and then the time of Joshua after they cross the Jordan. Really, it it gives to us a bookends of the two great servants of the Lord at this period of the time of the Old Testament church, uh, the period of Moses, who led the people faithfully um, out of Egypt to the Jordan, and then, of course, that um, servant Joshua, who led the people into the promised land and the battles that ensued there. We've considered a number of issues related uh, already, uh, coming all the way back really to chapter 9 and the vow that was given, though uh, the people did not seek the Lord's wisdom. Uh, they gave a vow to the Gibeonites. That vow was tested in chapter 10, in which they had to defend the Gibeonites against the attack that came to them. And then in chapter 11, we see how the Lord was faithful to his promises, uh, his commitment to his people. Uh, to help Joshua to be with him to accomplish the mission of taking the land. Now, this is all done. The land uh, then had rust from war. It's the very last phrase of chapter 11. And so chapter 12 really is, as it were, a period of review. It's a catalog of events that have taken place thus far. We see first in the first six verses uh, the catalog of events that occurred beyond the Jordan. This is to say the, the side of the Jordan in which Moses was buried, and where the people of Israel, the first generation of God's people, wandered for 40 years prior to the second generation, then receiving the new directives of the moral law at the hands of Moses, at his voice as he preached, as it were, um, a sermon, the book of Deuteronomy, to these people, and, and then crossed over the Jordan at the leadership of Joshua. And so the details are given to you there in verse 6. But what is important to note is that this is given not only to catalog the events and to show forth the faithfulness of God to his people, it is also to remind us that there is two and a half tribes that will indeed remain on, uh, remain on that side of the Jordan. They're considered the Transjordan tribes, that is, of course, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The tribe of Manasseh actually occupied both sides of the Jordan. They were on the on the, um, on, the west, on the eastern side of Jordan, half of them, and then the other half was on the western side of Jordan, and the Jordan River was in between them. 
The other two tribes resided, the Reubenites and the Gadites, they resided Transjordan or on the east side of the Jordan. The rest of the chapter, verses 7 through 23, detail and catalog for us the conquests of, of Joshua and the events that occurred on the west side of the Jordan. Now, one commentator notes that there's a battle, there, there's a, a, the, these battles total 31 and all told. Um, but regardless of the number and um, what we do see is how God has, was pleased to use these two people, uh, to use them to bring his people safely to the land in which he promised so long ago, even long before they were ever born. A land that signifies for us our eternal rest, the promised rest that God has given to us, that promise of the new heavens and the new earth. And these people, these people of old, were led by Moses at first, and then by Joshua. Both are types of Christ for us. It is he that goes before us. It is he that does the battle. It is he that is, that is securing that blessed promise and hope that we have in him that we too might arrive at our heavenly rest. And so there's not much more else to say, frankly, about this chapter. It's really a chapter in review of events, but it does give us a chance to pause uh, and to think about the faithfulness of God and how he is good to his people. And he provides the means, he provides the leadership, he provides those uh, in his church to lead and guide his people does that today in the place of elders and pastors. He does that by granting deacons to the church to help with the physical needs of the body. There are many different ways in which God is using these simple means uh, to bring us and help us persevere uh, to our heavenly rest. It also gives us a chance to reflect uh, on the times in which God has been faithful to us, and we can then turn that into an opportunity for thanksgiving and praise. Now, that is not here recorded in this chapter. But elsewhere in the Bible, that is certainly recorded. One only has to think of the Red Sea crossing in Exodus 14 and then the song that, and, that, that followed in Exodus 15 in praise to God's redeeming work and his work of protecting his people from the efforts of the enemy, uh, from the efforts of Pharaoh. So all this is given to us uh, as a way of reminder, uh, but also a way of hope. Just as God has done for these people, he will indeed do for us. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you, and if you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Monday edition, when we consider a very large section of Joshua, we're going to consider chapters 13 through 19 in one devotional, and uh, I hope to show you why uh, in the Monday edition. But until then, may the Lord help you today. May you strive to seek his kingdom first and foremost, and may he be ever good to you. God bless.